Hello and welcome to Sunday Sermon Burst. My name is Stephen Dela Cruz and I will be your pastor today. Today's sermon title is What Do I Do With This Again? Today's scriptures are found in 1 Samuel 17 and Daniel chapter 6. Have you ever stood there in the shower with the hair shampoo in one hand and wondered if you already shampooed your hair or you were about to shampoo your hair, but you couldn't remember? Ever been there? I'm sure a lot of us have. Today I want to talk about remembering and the power that comes from it. I'll talk about two things we should never forget, the victories of your past and the faith that has brought you this far. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever worked at a repetitive job where you do the same thing over and over all day long? At some point, your brain becomes detached from the work and you do the job simply by muscle memory. While that can happen to us in life, we get up, get dressed, eat, and head to work. Then we head home, get done what we have to do, and then head to bed. Then we start all over again the next day. This goes on for weeks, months, years. Many of us at some point detach from our lives and the everyday routine of that life. And we just go through the motions, not really living anymore, just muscle memory, just another day. But that's when it happens. Tragedy strikes. An event that shakes the very foundations of your faith. It shakes you and wakes you from your slumber. As your senses come back to you during a difficult time, you realize that the weight, the severity of the situation you are in is overwhelming. You ask yourself, how am I supposed to deal with this? What am I supposed to do with this again? I'm going to share with you a story that you're well known with, David and Goliath. Many of you have heard this story when you were children. And we know that David defeated Goliath. But what you may not know is what it took for David to get to the place where he could defeat Goliath. So in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 38 and 40, David is speaking with King Saul, and they are on the battlefield. Goliath is outside, down there in the valley, challenging all the soldiers of Israel to come down and fight him. And this has been going on for some time. He comes out in the morning, then Goliath comes back out in the evening and challenges any of their warriors to come out and face him. As you know the story, David went out there with a sling and a stone and he defeated Goliath. But what you may not have heard is the other weapon that David took with him. You see, David was a shepherd boy, and he tended the flocks for his father. And in verse 40, it says it, says it this way. He, David, 
picked up five smooth stones from the stream and put them in his shepherd's bag. Then, armed only with the shepherd's staff and his sling, he started across the field to fight Goliath. It's right here where I want to point out something to you, a part of this story you may have never heard. Armed with his shepherd's staff, he had a staff with him. It wasn't just a sling and some rocks, but he had a staff with him. And what's so important about that staff is this. It was a custom among the shepherds at that time that wherever they were at and and working out in the fields, out in the fields, tending their flocks, their staff would be used to protect, to defend their flocks and themselves. And I want to make something clear about that staff. That staff is not a staff that had a crook at the end, the kind of staff that you see in European portraits of a shepherd with a staff. It actually was just a very thick and heavy stick that was used. It was usually the height of that person, and it was straight. It was used as a weapon. And I just want to make that clear that so that when you think about David, he didn't walk out there with his staff that had a crook on it. He walked out there with what we call today a bow staff. Now, in the time of David, they use a pictorial language. And so it was a custom of the shepherds to write down great events that happened to them on their staff. And they would etch it into their staff to remind them of these past victories. And the staff that David carried that day, he had done that very thing with that staff. He had etched in that staff the great victories he had in the past. When David was talking with King Saul, he said to King Saul, I have killed the lion and I have killed the bear and I will kill this giant. Now, David had made such a great boast But even though he was saying the truth, how could he prove it? You see, on his staff was etched what he had done. And King Saul could easily read that staff and see he was a great warrior, that he was a brave and great man. And what's important about this for you and I is this. As David walked out to face the giant that day, Yes, he had the sling and he had the stone, but in his other hand, he had his past victories reminding him that he has been here before. He has done this and he can do it again. The victories of your past have an effect on you. They will remind you that you can do this again, that you are able to overcome So what are your victories? Have you written down the victories of your past or have you forgotten them? You know, unlike David, maybe you don't have a staff where you can write down your past victories. But let me tell you where they're written. They're written on your heart and on your mind. This is where 
Your victories are a good thing to remember and can bring long life and health to you and your family. The second thing we should remember is this. The faith that has brought you this far. When you started out in life, it was just you and the whole world to conquer. You took risk and stepped into the darkness of the unknown. It was a great and wonderful time. But then something happened. You're not sure what it was or what it could have been that lessened the faith of your youth. Maybe everyday life doesn't need that great faith you had when you were young. Or maybe all you know is that life has become repetitive and you have become detached from everyday existence. But even though you may not remember that faith of your youth, life keeps on moving and it keeps on pushing and it keeps on changing and the challenges keep on coming. And here we are. Now you find that you need a greater faith, a deeper faith. With all that's going on in the world, the faith you once had in your youth, you need it again. And you need a greater faith. In Daniel chapter 6, once again, Daniel's faith would be tested. In his youth, his faith was tested as he was led away a captive to serve King Nebuchadnezzar. That king had destroyed his people and his home. Then again, his faith was tested when he would not bow to worship a golden idol. And he was thrown into a fiery furnace to die. But God saved him out of that. Now here's Daniel, much older. And once again, his faith would be tested. So King Nebuchadnezzar made a proclamation that no one could pray to any god other than to Nebuchadnezzar for the next 30 days. You'll find out that Daniel did exactly that. He was faithful to his God and prayed. And his enemies reported him to the king so that they could have him killed. And the king respected Daniel so much that he tried to intercede to save Daniel's life. But the law was the law. And so Daniel was thrown into a den of lions, wild animals that hunt and kill. And once again, Daniel's faith would be tested. But think about this. This kind of faith was real. And what do I mean by that? These lions were real. The den was real. The stones around the walls were real. This was a real situation and reality. And the faith that would be needed had to cross over from the spiritual into this reality. And that's exactly what happened. Daniel would need a greater faith than in his youth. And many of you out there right now, you need a greater faith. And you need that faith to cross over from your spiritual life into this reality. And I want you to know that it can. It is possible. Because your God is greater 
than all that is coming against you. Where are you in life right now? What are you facing that requires a greater faith than what you had before? Are you living in both worlds as we are called to live, to be spiritual and to work in this natural world, to combine them both, to pray and to work at the same time, not just to live by faith alone, but to have works and not just to have works alone, but to have faith. Are you balancing that in your life? Have you asked yourself that question as you stand there? Asking yourself, what do I do with this again? What have you forgotten? I want to remind you of what to do. Remember your past victories. Because whatever is facing you right now, you can overcome. You can defeat and move it out of your way. Because you did it in the past. Remember the faith of your youth. Because you are not done conquering this world. And you are not done stepping into the unknown, into the darkness of this world. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, Paul is encouraging Timothy to stir up the gifts that are inside him, to fan the flames and to remember your past victories, to remember your past faith. And today, in this moment, I tell you, I encourage you to stir up the gifts inside you, to fan the flames, to fan those embers so that they burst into flames once again. For God has not given you a spirit of fear. You ask, what do I do with this again? This is what you do. Remember the past victories. Remember the faith of your youth. Remember, you can do this. God didn't bring you this far just to leave you now. God loves you so much, he will never let you go. Before I leave, I would like to pray with you. Remember where God brought you from. Some of you have been rejected, forgotten, and lost. But God remembered you. He came to where you were and showed you a new way. If you have forgotten your way, forgotten your faith, or you have forgotten your victories, pray with me this simple prayer. Just repeat after me. Jesus, I come before you now with all that I am. I have forgotten my victories, my faith, and my way. Forgive me of my sins and my shortcomings. Restore me to my rightful place by your side. Renew my mind that I will remember my victories and give me new victories. Restore to me the faith of my youth and help me stir up the gifts in my life. 
give me a greater faith to once again conquer this world and my life. I thank you, Jesus, because you hear my prayers and I accept your forgiveness and your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen and amen. Please join me on my next Sunday Sermon Burst. When you get a chance, check out my website at thelanguageofgodalloneword.net. I hope you have enjoyed this message. If you have, please share this message with someone this week and let them know God is in control. Smile again, laugh again, believe again. Together, we will finish this race. If you have any comments, you can connect with me at my website or Facebook. To hear more messages and teachings, go to my website, thelanguageofgodalloneword.net. When contacting me, please include the show title you are commenting on. Also, you can subscribe at my website to be notified when I upload new content. Just go to the bottom of the main page, and on your left, you will see the sign-up. It's free. Smile again, laugh again, and believe again, and enjoy your life. I encourage you to live. Break free of the things holding you back and live. Shake off the chains that hold you down. Rise up, dust yourself off, and get back into the race and live again. If you thirst for life, come and drink from the river of life that flows from the throne of God. I say come and drink. Thank you and have a great day. And remember, you are not alone.